KTSA News Flash. The Justice Department is suing Texas over the state's six-week abortion ban. Correspondent Aaron Katursky has more. Attorney General Merrick Garland called the Texas law clearly unconstitutional, and he took aim at the way it's meant to be enforced by deputizing private citizens to sue suspected abortion providers. This kind of scheme to nullify the Constitution of the United States is one that all Americans, whatever their politics or party, should fear. The lawsuit seeks a declaration that the law is invalid, saying the United States has the authority and responsibility to ensure that Texas cannot evade its obligations under the Constitution. At a press conference Thursday, Merrick Garland had this to say for states thinking about following Texas's lead. If another state uses the same kind of provisions to deprive its citizens of their constitutional rights and in particular to deprive their citizens of the ability to seek immediate review, um, we will bring the same kind of lawsuit. A Texas congressman is one of two Republican lawmakers who are being fined for not wearing a mask on the House floor. Chip Roy of Texas was fined $500, while Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia will have to pony up $2,500. Roy's penalty was smaller than Greene's because it was his first offense. The House Ethics Committee says both declined to file appeals to fight the penalties. The Supreme Court has stayed the execution of a Texas inmate over religious liberty objections in the death chamber. Reporter Chris Fox in Austin has more. John Henry Ramirez was sentenced to death for the 2004 murder of a convenience store worker in Corpus Christi. The Supreme Court stayed the execution based on Ramirez's attorney, Seth Kretzer's argument that the state violated his First Amendment rights by limiting the pastor's role in the execution. He could not lay his hands on Mr. Ramirez. The pastor could not sing his prayers. He could not even say prayers. The Texas Department of Criminal Justice cited safety reasons for preventing the pastor. The Supreme Court will hear arguments later this fall. State officials are recommending a joint venture between two firms to be awarded the contract for a state-funded barrier at the border. The Texas Facilities Commission says the partnership of Michael Baker International and Hewitt Zollers is the leading candidate for the contract. Pennsylvania-based Michael Baker is an engineering firm with offices in Dallas, Austin, Houston, and San Antonio. Dallas-based Hewitt Zollers is a design firm that created Border Patrol stations in Texas and California. The contract will be awarded later this month. A gun-toting woman is holed up inside a South Texas City Hall. Pleasanton police say the woman walked into City Hall this afternoon, barricaded herself inside a room, and is refusing to leave. Officers do not believe anyone else is inside the building, but aren't 100% sure. Atascosa County Sheriff's deputies and state troopers are also on scene. Pleasanton is south of San Antonio. Seguin police asked drivers to avoid I-10 after a fiery accident killed one person this morning. Police said an 18-wheeler was driving eastbound on I-10 when it had a blowout around 7 a.m. The driver lost control, rolled off the highway, and the semi-truck was engulfed in flames. The driver was flown to a San Antonio hospital, and police said the passenger was found dead. An Elmendorf man is accused of neglecting his bedridden mother until she died. Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar says 50-year-old Juan Huerto was paid to be his mother's provider, but worked as a truck driver while cashing the checks from the health provider company. Police found the body of 74-year-old Maria Huerta in a home near Elmendorf Saturday. Huerta is charged with injury to the elderly with bodily injury by omission. A third suspect is under arrest in connection with the killing of a New Orleans cop in southeast Texas. Houston police say Khalil Nelson was captured yesterday on capital murder charges. 
Detective Everett Briscoe was shot to death during an August 21st robbery at a Galleria restaurant. A second victim, DJ Ricolfi, was also shot and died last week. Officers had previously arrested Frederick Johnson and Anthony Jenkins in the murders. A possible suspect in a Houston quadruple murder is dead after apparently killing himself during a traffic stop. The suspect shot himself, uh, shot himself one time. Our, our officer immediately secured the scene, notified HFD to provide medical attention to the suspect. The suspect was transported to the hospital. Houston Police Assistant Chief Yasar Bashir says the 23-year-old died at the hospital hours after this morning's shooting. He's the stepson of Jairo Escano, whose body was found Sunday in a burning home. The body of Escano's wife, 13-year-old daughter, and 10-year-old son were also in the house. All four had been shot to death. Bashir says there's plenty of evidence tying today's suicide to Sunday's murders. At the original scene, the vehicle was missing, and we believe it's the same vehicle that we located here. In addition to that, a weapon was also recovered at this scene here today. And that weapon is also similar to the weapon that was used at the original scene. A San Antonio woman is one of 15 people arrested Wednesday in a federal raid targeting traffickers of guns and drugs. Agents with Operation Taste the Rainbow arrested 14 people in Lubbock. In San Antonio, 41-year-old Julie Fuentes was picked up on a charge of distributing meth. The operation had rounded up another 20 suspects earlier, and agents are still searching for five more. Tonight's start of the NFL season has sports bar owners ready for a return to normal. Felix Garcia runs the Sandbox in San Antonio and says COVID is not stopping fans from getting out to see the Cowboys. I think people in general are excited to be able to go out and be out in the scene, you know, watch some games, have a few drinks with their friends. He says the industry needs all the help they can get. During the pandemic, many bars were shuttered due to COVID protocols. Texas has banned mask mandates, but private businesses have the right to make their own rules. The Cowboys are getting ready to start the season in a nationally televised game against the NFL champs. Dallas and Tampa will face each other starting at 7:20 inside Raymond James Stadium in Florida. It'll be Dak Prescott's first game since breaking his ankle last season. He's not expected to have Zach Martin on the offensive line. The right guard is still in COVID protocols. The game will be broadcast on NBC. KTSA Money News. Wall Street got an initial boost from unemployment claims falling to a pandemic low, but the Dow and S&P 500 weakened over the course of the day, each now mired in four-session losing skids. The Dow falling 151 points to 34,879. NASDAQ down 38 points to 15,248. S&P lower by 20 points to 44.93. Restoration hardware continues to be one of the big retail winners during the pandemic as demand has soared for home furnishings. And RH shares climbed higher after blasting past second quarter earnings expectations. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. A moonlit sky tonight, low 61 in the hill country to 69 along the river walk. Sunny and hot for tomorrow, high 94. Sunny skies on Saturday with a high of 93. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.